Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host today, uh, reading from the book of First Peter. This is episode 45.5, and we are in chapter 3. So welcome, and thank you once again for joining me uh, in uh, reading God's Word once a day, five days a week. Um, it's what we do. So, uh, you know, getting the word out there into the world is what God has put on Jeremiah and my heart. And so we have been diligently doing this since October of last year. So here we are, episode 45. If you multiply that by five, that's over 200 episodes. We mentioned that uh, when we were together last time. So that's a lot, that's a lot of reading. That's 200 chapters, over 200 chapters that you've read alongside with us. So uh, congratulations uh, in doing that. So uh, again, thank you for joining me. And uh, so I'm not gonna delay. Uh, there's some good stuff in here. I already pre-read it. And uh, so let's go ahead and open up in prayer and then we will dive right in to reading God's word. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy, heavenly and mighty God, we love you so much. And we are so thankful for all that you provide for us. Um, we don't have anything. This is not us. It's not ours. Uh, you give to us what is yours. And uh, we are so thankful that uh, you love us that much, that you uh, grant us the desires of our hearts uh, many times, uh, if it's in your will. Uh, if it's not in your will, uh, we understand that that's not what uh, you deem for us. And you have something better along the way at a different time. So. Uh, we know that everything is according to what your will is and what your plan is. And we're just thankful that we get to be here for that. Lord, thank you for mostly for your son, Jesus. It's his sacrifice on the cross for our sins. It's the blood that he shed, his pure, clean, clean blood. Uh, he is the, the sinless and spotless lamb. And we are thankful that he shed his blood for us on the cross. So, Lord, uh, we just want to express ourselves as uh, just grateful for everything that you do. I, I sound so repetitive in what I say every day, but this is the desire of my heart and hopefully everybody's heart to just give thanks and praise to you. So Lord, uh, just thank you. That's simple. Thank you for those who are out there listening or watching uh, whatever venue it is that they're able to get to. And uh, Lord, just uh, bless them for continuing to read your word and to do what it says. Uh, just being obedient to you, which is what I read today uh, in uh, First Chronicles. So um, it's all about praising you and honoring you and doing what is what you want us to do. Uh, so just thank you for those that are out there listening. I thank you for Jeremiah's continued uh, diligence with helping out on our website and uh, every Friday being able to sit and talk with him and have a conversation, just a real conversation. And Lord, we just uh, ask you to bless our houses, our homes, our families. Lord, lead them, direct them. Uh, for any of us who have children who have uh, strayed away or husbands or wives or family members, anybody, friends, uh, people who are not on the path that you want them to be on, bring them back into the fold, Lord. We're praying for each one of them. Soften their hearts and bring them back into uh, the plan you have for them. 
Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in to uh, chapter 3, 1 Timothy. And this is, again, episode 45.5. <clears throat> so this is directed at wives to begin with. Um, this kind of goes back to Ephesians. Uh, in the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly wives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within, the, fate, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. Husbands, in the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. All Christians, finally, all of you should be the one, I'm sorry, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, Pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. For the scriptures say, If you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face to against those who do evil suffering for doing good now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good but even if you suffer for doing what is right God will reward you for it so don't worry or be afraid of their threats instead you must worship Christ as Lord of your life and if someone asks about your hope as a believer always be ready to explain it but do this in a gentle and respectful way Keep your conscience clear. Then, if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good, if that is what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he did, I'm sorry, he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Those who disobeyed God long ago when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. And that water is a picture of baptism, which now saves you, not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response to God from a clean conscience. 
It is effective because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. <clears throat> all right. So uh, from the beginning, uh, I highlighted uh, the first paragraph. Uh, in the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. So, that kind of goes back to Ephesians 5, I think it is, where, you know, you're supposed to obey your husbands. Um, but, this is speaking about how if some uh, husbands are not obeying God, and living godly lives, uh, your godly life will speak to them without any words. You know, the way you live your life, people will see it, and especially your husband, obviously. Uh, they will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. So you keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, don't be discouraged if your husband is not a follower or fell off, you know, the wagon like we talked about yesterday. Um, I think that you just got to keep persevering uh, in, in that because it's all in God's time. Whenever he is ready, that's when it will happen. That's what I believe. So you just got to keep praying. Sorry, my hair's getting in the way. Um, so then it goes on to talk about, and this is funny because here I'm flipping my hair. Uh, don't be concerned about the out outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. I don't do that because of this. I do it because that's just me. I don't, I, you know, when I first started doing this podcast, I thought it was really important to be all, you know, try to get my hair perfect and, you know, makeup and all that stuff. And I thought, you know what, that's not me. Um, this is me. And so I keep looking at my picture on the, on the camera here. But um, he doesn't care about that. Uh, and then it goes on to say, you should close yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. You know, God doesn't care about that stuff because whatever's coming from within is going to, uh, it's going to be reflected here. So, and what you're doing out in the world is going to be reflected. It's That's your beauty. Uh, you don't need all that junk and all the stuff. You, you just don't. Um, and I think that's what this is saying. So, And then it goes on to talk about the husbands. It's in the same way you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you, but she is your equal part partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. So husbands, you're supposed to honor your wives, you know, just as Christ honors the church. It's the same thing. It's that same parable that, that we read about in Ephesians. Um, you know, love your wife, respect your wife, treat her well. Uh, it, it's just a, it's, a, you know, just a simple, just a simple way to live your lives, you know, according to how God wants you to. And then uh, into speaking about all Christians. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. 
Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. Um, a long time ago, when we were still back in Texas, uh, there was a speaker who came to my boys' school, and uh, his name, uh, I forget his first name, last name was Gibbs. And he, he's gone around the whole world talking about bullying, and that's what this reminded me of. Uh, don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. And the example that he had, he had two kids go up on stage and they, you know, one was the bully, one was being bullied. And uh, he said to the one being bullied, don't react to what the bully is doing to you. And eventually they're going to give up and walk away because uh, you're, you're not reacting to what they're doing, whether it's going to be a physical or uh, verbal, um, don't react to it because you know, uh, they'll eventually give up. And that's what I think, you know, don't retaliate with insults, you know, don't pay back, you know, uh, don't do that. Um, this is what God is calling you to do. And then it goes into the scriptures. It was Psalm 34, 12, 16. I looked it up. If you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. And that's again, going back to control your tongue, right? Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. I highlighted this uh, in 12. And his ears are open to their prayers, but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He can't look at evil. He can't because he's so pure and so uh, good and so loving. And he can't look at evil. Uh, suffering for doing good. Um, now, uh, who will want to harm you if you're eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So, you know, I think that's part of being a Christian. You know, you try to do good. Sometimes you get persecuted for it, I think. Uh, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life, which we'll be going into that in a little bit. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. So if somebody's asking you uh, about what you believe in, I think this is what this is saying. Be ready to give them uh, an answer. You know, be prepared, and um, but be but be respectful. Be you know, don't God doesn't push himself on anybody. You know, that's that old. I keep saying it. I think you know Jesus stands at the door. He'll knock on it, but he won't force him, his his himself in there. And I think that's what this is. You know, explain the gospel, what you believe in, be respectful. Don't, you know, get all heated. It's very hard to not get, uh, excited about it or, you know, so I think that it's just saying, stay calm, be respectful. And, you know, if, if they, you know, if they have things that are against what you believe, you know, just gently try to point them in the right direction and, uh, and let God, do the rest of the work in convincing them. So I, that's what I'm getting from this. Uh, and they're going to see by what you're doing, you know, if people speak against you, they'll be ashamed when they see what a good life you're living. Um, you know, if you're living a good life, they can't talk bad against you. You know, you, I mean, they can, but I mean, Scott, they can't prove it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and then going into 18, Christ suffered for our sins once 
once for all time. We know that. He never sinned. Uh, but he did die for, uh, he died for sinners to be, to bring you safely home to God. He died for us so that we can go live in heaven, basically, and to have salvation. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. And then he brings up uh, the example of Noah in the boat and the flood and the water is a picture of baptism which i never i never thought of it that way until he just said that that's kind of an interesting way to look at it and it saves you not by removing dirt from your body but as a response to god from a clean conscience so that's interesting um christ has gone to heaven seated at the place of honor next to god and all the angels and authorities uh, and powers accept uh, accept his authority they accept him as the one and only authority so um that's it for today uh that was good stuff as always um hopefully you'll come out of this with something if if there's anything that you'd like to reply uh please please feel free to make comments uh i know i posted um a couple of days ago to facebook um, i'm figuring this out slowly having to get these episodes up on Facebook but once you're on Facebook uh, or if you go into our website you can go into any platform and click on them and you'll be able to listen to these episodes so uh, that's it for today but oh I would love to hear from you uh, as always so you can go to the website Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or you can write to Jeremiah if you feel more comfortable uh, writing to a man that's your prerogative um, but if you have not put your trust in Jesus, uh, this is your moment. I will always uh, give you the opportunity to say this prayer. This is not about me. This is about you. It's about God and, uh, and your faith in Christ. Uh, so if you haven't put your faith in Christ, this is your moment. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy and mighty God, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. I always say this every day because it's a day to rejoice. Uh, you have a new birthday in Christ and you have a new life. You know, the old life is gone uh, and today is a new life and you flip it and start living for Christ. So um, I, we, Jeremiah and I, both uh, encourage you to get to a pastor or a church and start to navigate your next uh, life. So uh, get to a ministry maybe, or do some volunteer work at your church. They're always looking for people to help out, either you know maybe giving out food to families or a music ministry. Kids, kids are always, they're always looking for, uh, in the kids ministry, they're always looking for people to help out there. Uh, whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, but I also encourage you to mark today in your Bible for today's reading that this is the day. Mark today's date. Whatever it is that you're listening to this, I don't know. So 
Yeah, maybe you found this a week from today, a year from today. Maybe all of a sudden you decided you wanted to look to how to read the Bible, and this popped up. I, I hope so. But whatever day it is, congratulations. So, uh, so with that said, uh, I don't know what day or time or year that you're watching this or listening, but uh, morning, noon, or night, I'm just glad that you were able to do that. And uh, I'm praying blessings over every person out there. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I will see you tomorrow with Jeremiah. See you later.